Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome to America's most widely syndicated and most widely listened to radio travel show. I'm Rudy Maxa. We've got a very full hour of travel talk coming up in a few moments. I'll be joined by Henry Hartefeld, an airline analyst who's going to break down what the AAUS Airways merger means to you and me as passengers and travelers. Then we'll head out Southern California way to see what's new at the Nixon Library. Monday, of course, is President's Day. There's some new stuff that's just been released to the public at the Nixon Library. We'll talk with the curator there. And if you're going on vacation and going to park your dog somewhere, well, doesn't your dog deserve a luxury vacation too? The founder of DogVacay.com knows where the swell places for your dog are, and it's not your local kennel, so stay tuned. And, as if that's not enough for one fabulous hour of travel radio, Laura Bly from USA Today has found Florida's very best beach. She's going to reveal it to us, and she'll tell us a little about it. Plus, we'll have some great deals, deals of the week at the end of the hour, but first a quick look at some of the week's news and travel that uh, you might have missed. American Airlines rushed to reassure members of its frequent flyer program that even though it was merging with U.S. Airways, its frequent flyer program will remain the same, at least for now. Members who have flown a million miles will still be gold for life, for example. But then again, both airlines will remain as separate companies until the deal officially closes, expected to be in the third quarter of this year. So will the two airlines combine their frequent flyer programs then? And if so, how will the differences in the programs be balanced? Maybe no one knows the answer yet, but it's something we'll ask my news guest in just a moment. For its part, AA only says there is, quote, no immediate impact, unquote. Well, of course there's not. They haven't officially merged. But believe me, there will be an impact. Um, but the best American can say is, excuse me, that after the merger of the new American Airlines U.S. Airways, they will evaluate how to best structure their loyalty programs, which means there will be an impact. Mostly lost in the news about the Carnival Triumph's terrible problems this week was the story that five crew members aboard the Thompson Majesty ship were killed during a lifeboat drill near Spain's Canary Islands last week. A cable snapped as the lifeboat was being winched back onto deck, and the lifeboat flipped over, fell back into the water, and it trapped crew members inside. Three, under, three other crew members were injured. And those iconic British black cabs have been saved by none other than a Chinese car company that uh, intends to rescue the brand that is in an English form of Chapter 11. The British company is called Manganese Bronze, and it was forced into what the English call administration, we call it Chapter 11, last October after a fault in the steering of the cabs forced the company to recall 400 of those cabs for repair. It broke the back of the company. The company was facing a shutdown until a Chinese company called Zhejiang Geely came along and bought them. Geely already owned a 20% stake in the company. It says it can return the black cab business to profitability within three years, and that move saved 107 jobs. All right, let's bring in an, an expert to give us a lowdown on the American Airlines U.S. Airways merger. Henry Hartefeld is a travel industry analyst with San Francisco's Hudson Crossing. That's the name of the firm, Hudson Crossing. We last talked to him last year when Delta bought a 40% stake in Virgin Atlantic Airways from Singapore Airlines. Uh, Henry, nice to have you back. Thanks for having me, Rudy. Good morning. Right. First, let's just, just generally speaking, before we get specific, do you think the marriage between American Airlines and U.S. Airways is good for the airline business? the flying public, or neither or both? <laughs> you know, I think it's good for both, uh, and here's why. Um, a 
Americans certainly did not need to have a merger partner. They are the stronger of the two companies. Uh, uh, U.S. Airways did. Uh, but that said, together it will mean a stronger company, and that is good for us as travelers. We have seen airlines go in and out of bankruptcy, like some people go in and out of changing rooms at the store, and uh, we need our airlines to be profitable so that they can keep the maintenance up, they can operate on time, they can pay their people decent wages, and we as travelers can finally have decent products and service. Okay, so you think it's a win-win? I do. Now, I know there's a lot of concern out there uh, about the loss of a competitor, and that is fair. There's also a lot of concern, will airfares go up? Uh, well, of course, jet fuel keeps climbing, and that drives airfares up overall. Uh, we don't know what will happen in terms of pricing. I will say, though, that the folks who run U.S. Airways understand that there is a value, uh, a business value, to offering attractive prices. Uh, so we'll have to see. Um, we also have strong competition from airlines such as Spirit, which has grown at uh, American Airlines hub cities like Chicago and Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, and we have Allegiant, Frontier, Virgin America, and of course the biggest low-cost airline of them all, Southwest, uh, all growing their route networks. That's good for us as travelers because it keeps the price competition out there. The most recent merger, Henry, was uh, uh, Continental and, and United, and it, it didn't go so well last year, and one of the principal causes was merging the computer systems was very difficult. And the airline, these airlines, when they merge, always say, oh, it's, it's going to be no problem, it's going to be seamless, we're going to have this. Um, you know, we've, we've got an airline, I mentioned this with a guest earlier this hour, that uh, U.S. Airways and, a, and a Doug Parker, a CEO, who will be the new CEO of the New American, who really hasn't integrated? I mean, America West people are still a little cranky about him. How's he going to? How's he going to do this big boy? Well, let, let's take the technology uh, situation first. Uh, let's remember that when U.S. Airways, Legacy U.S. Airways, and Legacy America West merged, a decision was made to take U.S. Airways from its reservation system to the one used by the smaller America West. And Mr. Parker said at the press conference the other day that they learned a valuable lesson and that it is easier to take the smaller airline, in this case it will be U.S. Airways, and put it on the larger airline's reservation system and, and other technology platforms. And that would be the systems used by Americans such as Sabre. Um, you're right. These uh, inter uh, The technology integrations are tough. I was actually at the old Continental when we merged in 1987 in one day with both People Express and New York Air. It was a disaster, and it's sad to say that there are some people at United today who came from Continental who should remember uh, the, the dark days of that merger and uh, obviously did not. I think Americans' merger from a technology standpoint will be better for us. American has a very strong technology team. U.S. Airways learned a lot of hard lessons. So uh, while glitches may happen and probably will happen, I think they will do their planning. Now, to the culture, uh, you mentioned, Rudy, about the uh, challenge that U.S. Airways has been really two divisions, U.S. Airways East, uh, the old U.S. Airways system, and U.S. Airways West, the old America West. That means they're going to have to merge not two, but really three airlines, three cultures, and figure out what's right. They're going to have a lot of work to do, and frankly, I think that will be one of the biggest management challenges facing Mr. Parker and the senior team at the new American Airlines. Okay. Well, we will certainly watch it, and we may call you in uh, after they officially merge later this year and see how you think things are going, Henry. I appreciate your, appreciate your joining us. My pleasure. 
you can follow Henry. Well, let me explain who Henry is. First of all, he's a consultant to the travel industry. Uh, he's excuse me, an airline consultant, a travel industry consultant with a company called Hudson Crossing. It's a San Francisco firm. If you'd like to follow him on Twitter, my goodness, he's got he's got over eleven and a half thousand followers on Twitter. He's, you're like a rock star, Henry. <laughs> oh, Rudy, thank you. The Twitter <laughs> handle is kind. H and his last name Hartefelt. Let me spell it for you slowly. H for Henry. H A R T E V is in Victor E L D T. H. Hardefelt. You can follow him on Twitter, and you don't have to wait for him to come on the radio show. Henry, thanks for joining us. Take care. My pleasure. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. I see you got your eye on this convertible. Just picture yourself in it. Top down, wind in your hair. I'd love to own it, but my allergies <coughs> wouldn't let me put the top down. Really? You're going to let allergies stop you from driving your dream? The power of Allegra. It relieves your toughest allergy symptoms. Only Allegra is both fast and non-drowsy. Goodbye, symptoms. Hello, dream machine. Allegra. Stop suffering. Start living. Starts working in one hour among OTC-branded antihistamines. Believe sneezing, itchy, runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, and itchy throat. Applies to first dose only. Uses directed. Guys, you've heard about Ageless Male, the natural supplement that helps boost testosterone levels within normal, healthy ranges. But now, the best testosterone product is even better. New and improved Ageless Male can help you feel more like you used to in your active life and in your romantic life. Because our upgraded formula has been clinically shown to increase your drive, desire, and and performance. That's right, guys. Ageless Mail has been clinically shown to boost performance. Cancel your plans this weekend. You're staying in. If you're ready to recapture the drive from your youth, now is the time to try Ageless Mail because it's available risk-free. But you must call now. Just call 1-800-496-4901. Be the guy you used to be. Just call 1-800-496-4901. That's 1-800-496-4901. 1-800-496-4901. If you have gout, listen closely. That's the sound of gout silently attacking joints between flares. You won't hear it and you may not feel it, but if your uric acid level remains high, crystals can continue to build up in your joints. Over time, this may lead to attacks in other joints, constant pain, and joint destruction. So don't wait. For more information, go to goutinfo.com and talk with your doctor about ways to keep your uric acid at a lower, healthy level. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. It's 18 minutes after the hour. I'm delighted to be joined by Bob Bostek. We've talked to him before about the Richard Nixon Presidential Library and Museum, which is in Yorba Linda in Southern California. But they just opened a new exhibit on Friday called Patriot, President, and Peacemaker. And it looks like a very ambitious exhibit that slices, or I shouldn't say slices, divides Richard Nixon's life up into six different segments chronologically. And I thought it'd be interesting to have Bob, who's the curator of the Richard Nixon Library, uh, Bob Bostick, to join us and, and tell us a little about it. Bob, welcome back to the show. It's been a while. Yes, it has. It's good to be back with you, Rudy. Well, this is very interesting. Um, you, you, you break up this exhibit into 
let me just do it very fast. One is called How American, really talking about Richard Nixon's growing up. I didn't know that two of his brothers were, were died yes. uh, due to illness. Um, and uh, then there's In the Arena, which is his quick rise. I mean, he was first ran for Congress in 46, and six years later he's vice president. Then the third segment of the exhibit is the 1960s, the Tunnel of Turmoil, referring to the, I mean, the, the, the student demonstrations against the Vietnam War that uh, cost President Johnson his presidency. Then Richard Nixon coming into the presidency. That section is called Creating a More Just Society. Then his foreign policy uh, achievements, known as Peacemaker. And then finally, Elder Statesman, after his forced, uh, or after he decided to resign from the presidency. All right, so those are the segments. So basically, you follow his life logically through it. I'm going to let you talk in a minute, Bob. Uh, nice having you here, Bob. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> but how do, you, how do you make this come alive in an exhibit at the library? Well, what we've done is uh, make it come alive in several ways. Use of uh, lots of artifacts that have never been seen before. Uh, for instance, in the early years uh, section, among the things we have is the football bench that he warmed at Whittier College. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he, he always talked about how he loved football, uh, was on the football team at Whittier for all four years, and spent most of those years on the bench. Uh, he would uh, he would get into a game if they were way ahead or way behind. Back in 1969, after he was elected president and before he was inaugurated, his uh, former teammates and his coach at Whittier College presented him as the president-elect with the bench that he warmed in Whittier College. And it you know it looks like a beat up old bench from 1930, but it's uh, it's a fascinating piece of history because he talked about his experience with football so much and how much um, Coach Newman, who was, his, uh, who was the football coach there at Whittier, meant to him. He said he, next to his father he was the most influential man in his life. So it shows his character in terms of his determination to succeed, sticking with something even, even when it's not going as well as you would want, and, uh, and never giving up. And you also have his private letters between he and Pat, who he had just married as he went off to World War II. Um, how, are, how, how do those letters read? Is, is it a side of Richard Nixon that uh, some people have never seen? The romantic side, I should say? Yeah, there's the romantic side, but there's also, uh, you know, and I think in a lot of ways the letters are somewhat typical of letters home from the greatest generation in World War II. It's interesting how uh, he tries to downplay any danger uh, you know, when there are air raids and they have to spend the night in the foxhole and everything, they make it sound almost like a lark because they don't want to want to worry the, the folks back at home. Um, he writes very romantic letters on their anniversary, um, on oh. Valentine's There's a great Valentine's Day letter in, in the exhibit. And then other letters that talk about things that, uh, he, that have been kind of part of Nixon lore. He talks about his poker winnings in one of the letters. And so they, they really, they're very charming, they're very warm, and they do show a side of uh, Richard Nixon that most people are probably not familiar with. I'm talking with Bob Bostick. He is the curator of the Richard Nixon Presidential Library and Museum in Yorba Linda, California. Just launched a major new exhibit on Friday um, detailing the five, uh, as the press release says, five most important chapters of Richard Nixon's life. Um, okay, so we've got, him, we've got him growing up. He's a Quaker, as most people who remember him know. He, uh, he warms the bench at his college. He marries Pat, who would stay with him throughout his entire life. And then he becomes president, and as, uh, as, 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 as one uh, that Michael Barone, the historian and scholar, noted, he came to the presidency at the third most difficult time in our history, after the Civil War and the Great Depression being number one and number two. Um, and, and, again, how do you, how do you 
show to people who were visiting the library what that time was like and what his the pressures were on him and how he dealt with them? Sure. Well, we have, as you mentioned earlier, um, a, a, about a 30-foot corridor that runs through, uh, that takes you from the in the arena section to the presidency, and we call it the Tunnel of Turmoil. And it consists of a whole multimedia kind of extravaganza that uh, has two huge murals of the riots at the Democratic Convention, um, newsreels and and news reports from that time of the riots in the street and the burning of cities after after the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King, and then we have a mock-up of a 1960s living room that uh, shows on a TV screen. Uh, scenes of the war in Vietnam, which was the living room war, the riots, the assassinations, and then it, it goes off the screen and consumes almost the entire living room. So within a two-minute period, uh, you get a real sense of the flavor of those times, just how, how tumultuous they were, uh, how the country seemed to be coming apart. And it's important to remember and understand that the people who lived through, we tend to have a nostalgic view of the, of the 60s in a lot of ways. Um, but people who don't remember the 60s because they were born after they went through, uh, after the 60s happened, uh, need to be reminded of just what condition the country was in so they can understand the, next, the context of the Nixon presidency. And I've got to tell you, given the turmoil around the globe now, um, I almost look longingly back at the Richard Nixon days when he opened our relationship with China, when he, uh, I think, tipped the Cold War in our favor with Russia, and I, what he did almost looks so. I'm almost nostalgic for it. Mm. Yeah, the you know the the that period of time, the Cold War was raging, the war in Vietnam was raging. Um, the, the country, you know, it, we we had the two great superpowers in China, kind of outside the the, the realm of our uh, of our influence or anybody's influence at that point. They were really isolated. Um, by tipping the balance of the Cold War, he negotiated the first arms limitation agreement with the Soviets in history. That began, I think, kicked off the beginning of the end of the Cold War. Uh, the same thing with China. China had spent 25 years in isolation from the rest of the world, um, an angry isolation, as he called it in his inaugural address. Opening the door to China started to relieve those tensions in the Pacific and really helped uh, as part of his whole strategy with bringing the Vietnam War to an end, which he concluded successfully as well. Uh, I think the the I think the main thing to remember about that time and where today is so different is today it's it, we're not worried as much about other countries as we are these stateless groups that are causing all sorts of havoc all over the all You're over right. The it, is, it is a different landscape. We only have about two minutes left, Bob, but uh, you have some, uh, you, you got pre former Presidents Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, and George Bush to weigh in, didn't you, on his, uh, his the Richard Nixon after the presidency? Yes, they all, um, they all sent video messages uh, for, the, uh, for the exhibit, but also we have in the exhibit correspondence between uh, these former presidents, between President Carter and President Nixon, President Bush, President Reagan, and President Clinton, uh, where they ask him for advice on various uh, political issues as well as policy issues, foreign policy particularly. Uh, we have a fascinating uh, set of memos that was just declassified by the Clinton Library last month that shows their uh, internal preparations for briefing President Nixon before he made what would be his final overseas trip when he traveled to Russia in um, March of 1994. And it, it includes even the talking points they gave President Clinton before he was going to call President Nixon 
and it starts off with the first talking point is, uh, hello, Mr. President, it's nice to talk to you again. So it, uh, <laughs> It's a good beginning. It, yes, it is, a good place to start. But it shows uh, really the depth of appreciation that all of his successors had for his uh, wisdom and his knowledge of the world. And uh, they called upon it from time to time, and, and he was always uh, pleased to offer the advice, and he did it always quietly, never looking to make um, any publicity about it or, or insert himself back into the into the news media about these things, but to offer the advice that he had and the wisdom that he had gained over 40-plus years in the arena. How long will this exhibit called Patriot President Peacemaker be, be on? Be up? Well, it's going to run for um, at least a year. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's a it's an ambitious exhibit, and uh, there's a lot in it, and uh, it's one of those things where the uh, archivist of the United States was with us yesterday for the opening, and he described it as an exhibit you can come to again and again, and every time you do, you're going to come away with something new that you've missed before, and with a deeper understanding of uh, of President Nixon's life and career. Excellent. Bob Bostick is the curator at the Nixon Library. You can find more details by going to nixonlibrary.gov, G-O-V. Hey, Bob, thanks for joining us. Good luck. Hey, good to talk to you again, Rudy. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're in Rudy Max's world. Don't go away because we've got a lot more coming up. Stick around. We'll find out how you can send your dog on vacation while you're away. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats? How about fatigue, nausea, low energy? Or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss in women over 40 with no big change in lifestyle. Ambrin restores hormonal balance in women over 40, so the extra pounds fall away and the other symptoms simply disappear. To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. It is 33 minutes after the hour, and do you really want to put your dog in a kennel when you go on vacation? (laughs) Why shouldn't your dog go on vacation, too? Well, that is the idea behind a website that my next guest has started. The website is called dogvacay.com, dogvacay.com. And Aaron Hershorn is the founder and owner of this uh, this website. And uh, Aaron, how did you come up with the idea of maybe letting dogs go on vacation instead of going into a kennel? Uh, good morning, Rudy. Thanks for having me. Uh, my wife and I have two dogs, and we had this problem ourselves. We went on vacation for eight days, and the kennel bill was like $1,400. And the dogs were in a cage 23 hours a day, and we figured there had to be a better solution. 
And uh, what is the solution? Describe describe your approach to what folks can do with their dogs instead of a kennel when they go on when they go on vacation. Absolutely. So instead of leaving your dog in a cage, we have uh, ten thousand hosts or pet sitters across the country who watch the dogs in their own home like a member of the family. And we do all the quality control, include comprehensive insurance, twenty four seven customer support. And a pet parent just goes onto the website, finds the perfect host for their dog, and schedules and books online like a travel site. And these are Mr. and Mrs. Front Porch America, right? Really, they are. We have a very eclectic mix of hosts. They're all dog lovers. Um, We have a mix of professionals who do it on the weekends, retired folks, stay-at-home moms, professional pet sitters. It's a really wide section of people who love dogs and enjoy um, taking care of them and making a little bit of extra money. Also, the the average price on our site is about half the kennel. You'll pay between $25 and $30 a night on average compared to, you know, $50 or $60 in some cities. So the idea, of course, is that this dog can romp around and play with the family, maybe even the other dog, and and, uh, go for walks and not not be 23 hours in in a kennel cage. Yeah, they're cuddling on the couch. They have a couple playmates usually, and it's just a really nice way for your dog to uh, have a, a little vacation of his or her own. Walk me through the process. Uh, the process. Okay, I go, I go to dogvacay.com. It's my first time there. What do I do? So you put in your zip code or your city or wherever you're going to be looking for dog boarding. Uh, some, some of our guests use it when they travel. Um, they, they travel with their pet. They can leave oh, their sure. dog somewhere during the day or, or on a weekend or daycare. But most of it is in your neighborhood. So you put in your zip code, and then you can browse between you know, hundreds of hosts. And look for somebody who fits your needs. If you've got a very active Vishla, for example, you might want to find a host with a bigger yard, someone who goes running every day with the dogs. If you've got a little chihuahua and maybe you're a little bit more budget conscious, you could find uh, a one-bedroom apartment for $15 a night. Um, and you even have the opportunity to meet the pet sitter in person as well. So you can go to their house, visit them, and see how, uh, see how they are, see how they get along with your dog and how their pups get along with your pup. And you really get to choose who you want as a perfect fit. It's really custom. Even special needs. If you've got a dog, for example, with arthritis who needs medications, we have hosts who can do all of that as well. And I presume you also invite people who can be hosts to register on your site. We do. I mean, we have a, we have a five-step vetting process. Uh, there's an online application, uh, interviews, um, reference checks, and some online training. But we really, uh, you know, we invite anybody, any of your, your listeners out there who enjoy taking care of dogs and perhaps want to make a little extra income, you'd be fantastic hosts on our site, and we'd love to have you. It's completely free to join. And how do you make any money on this site? How do you finance we, this? Yeah, we take a very small uh, fee from the actual price of the reservation. So uh, we just take a little bit of a fee when the customer makes a reservation. We only make money when the host makes money. And the host sets his or her own price? Exactly. So you see a range of 15 a night up to about 50, and it really depends on the location, the skill set, and what that person's willing to charge. Um, the average price, as I said, is about $25 a night. How long has the website been up, and how many hosts do you have approximately? Yeah, we have over 10,000 hosts all oh. throughout the U.S. and Canada. We've been around for just over a year, but we've grown very, very quickly. And we have um, about 30 full-time employees in our headquarters in Los Angeles. Wow. Do you know how many dogs you've, uh, you've put up in style? We, we've done over 100,000 doggy nights, which oh is our measure of, you know, it's like a room booked. And that's, uh, that's thousands and thousands of customers. 
And uh, if you take a look at our reviews, the average score, every host gets a, a review after the, the reservation. The average rating out of five is a 4.96. People really love the service. The dogs love it. You get photos every day of your dog being happy and playing around. And you feel really good about this compared to the alternative. And your wallet feels a little bit better, too. Well, what a good idea. Do you have any competition in this? Uh, we're really, you know, we're focused on building the best service possible. Our competition, in a way, is, is the local kennel, because that's the right. alternative. Right. And in a funny way, it's the friends and family. I mean, most people, um, if they don't put their dog in a kennel, they ask their brother, their, their mother-in-law, and that can be fine. But it's also awkward sometimes. You're calling in favors. Friends cancel at the last minute. Sure. So we're really, you know, an alternative to those two options. Aaron Hirschman is the founder and owner of the website dogvacay.com. That's dog, V-A-C-A-Y, vacay, dogvacay.com. It's a network of upscale boarding options in the private homes of uh, hosts who will take your dog and make him, hopefully make him or her part of the family while, uh, while you're on the road. Aaron, I think it's fascinating. Good idea. Thanks for joining me and letting us know about it. Thanks for having us. Don't go away. When we come back, Laura Bly is going to reveal the very best beach in Florida if you're headed for spring break. Uh... You might want to know about this. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Guys, you've heard about Ageless Male, the natural supplement that helps boost testosterone levels within normal, healthy ranges. But now, the best testosterone product is even better. New and improved Ageless Male can help you feel more like you used to in your active life and in your romantic life. Because our upgraded formula has been clinically shown to increase your drive, desire, and performance. That's right, guys. Ageless Male has been clinically shown to boost performance. Cancel your plans this weekend, you're staying in. If you're ready to recapture the drive from your youth, now is the time to try Ageless Mail because it's available risk-free. But you must call now. Just call 1-800-496-4901. Be the guy you used to be. Just call 1-800-496-4901. That's 1-800-496-4901. 1-800-496-4901. If you have gout and think a few attacks a year are all you have to worry about, think again. Fact is, gout can attack silently, even between flares. You may not feel it, but gout's root cause, high uric acid, can allow crystals to continuously form and build up in your joints. Over time, this may lead to attacks in other joints constant pain, and joint destruction. So don't wait. Get more information at goutinfo.com and talk with your doctor about ways to keep your uric acid at a lower, healthy level. If you want to work until you drop, reduce your standard of living in retirement or lose more of your hard-earned money in the stock market, then just ignore me. But if you'd like to generate a steady, predictable income, I'm talking real wealth and financial security for as long as you live, then listen to this. A free report is now available that reveals the money-making secrets Wall Street and the banks don't want you to know. This report reveals how you can get guaranteed growth, safety, and wealth-building power without risking your hard-earned money in the Wall Street casino. How you can bypass banks and credit cards and become your own source of financing. And how to get the money you need when you need it, simply by asking for it. 
This is the best way to have a 100% secure retirement and know your money will last as long as you do. And it beats the pants off any IRA or 401k. To learn more about this method and to get your free special report, visit bankonyourself.com right now. That's bankonyourself.com www.bankonyourself.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Laura Bly is a travel writer at USA Today. You know her byline. She's been there for years. She's a pro. And recently, USA Today joined up with Dr. Beach. She can explain who that is in just a moment. To pick Florida's favorite beach. And uh, I'm going to let her reveal the answer to you. Laura, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you back. Hi, Rudy. Good to talk with you. Okay. I was surprised by this pick, not because it's beautiful, but it's also a spring break uh, uh, destination. I mean, it's not a hidden away beach exactly. So who was the winner? It was Clearwater Beach, and you're well, right. It is great... not exactly hidden. In well, fact, it's got a great Tam- name, though. Got a great name, Clearwater. Well, it does, and you know, the, as the Tampa Bay Times put it, it's the Disney World of beaches. And, and it's in uh, Florida, Disney World's home state, exactly. It is, and it's only an hour and a half from Orlando, which accounts for a big part of its popularity. But you know, this it was interesting. This was the third in a series that we've done asking USA Today readers to weigh in on experts' recommendations. And the first one was Best Lake in America and Tahoe won that crown. And then we did Best College Football Town. We asked uh Aaron Andrews and a couple of other people what their picks were for Best College Football Towns and I'm happy to say that my hometown of Madison, Wisconsin won that one. Mm, you and Peter Greenberg, Madison, I know. Madison, that's all I hear I about. know. It's a great town. <laughs> but anyway, this time, with, with winter cranking up and snowbirds heading south, we asked Dr. Beach, who's Stephen Leatherman. He's a coastal expert and a professor at Florida International University who names the best beach in the country every year. He's been doing this for years. But this time, we, we didn't want a beach. We wanted a beach town. So he came up with... 10 of his favorites, and Clearwater beat out Siesta Key, Cocoa Beach, Sanibel. Those were the, the runners-up, but uh, well, I what can I say? They, they pulled out all the stops. I, I do have to say that. They, well, you they, said they uh, had a plane, a plane with a banner, trailing a they banner. They did. They hired a plane, and it was you know perfect timing, an 80-degree Saturday afternoon, <laughs> and they... But I also read your piece, and you said there's, that they really have spiffed up not only the beach, but the... Uh, avenue along the beach with palm trees, and it's like a three-mile beach, right? A white. They have white sand. a three-mile beach, and this thirty-million-dollar redevelopment project called Beach Walk uh, was finished in two thousand and eight. <laughs> Not exactly great timing, uh, but anyway, it's a half-mile-long promenade with palm trees, and you can skateboard. It, it's you know quite a bit different. I hadn't been there before, but people say it's quite a change from the 
broken down mom and pop motels that had been there before. Now there's a big Hyatt Regency, which anchors this beach walk and uh, a lot of new high-rise condos. So it is a big change from what it was even six or seven years ago. And you write that despite, despite and I'm quoting you, despite the, the, the glit, what you call the glitzy high-rises, the T-shirt emporiums, and mom-and-pop motels, despite that, and despite that it is a spring break destination, you say you can pretty much park anywhere and, and walk anywhere. In other words, it's an easy town to navigate and to uh, avoid transportation hassles. Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say avoid transportation hassles completely because getting there can be a nightmare. You know, you have to go across this causeway and traffic backs up. And, I mean, it is a popular place and there's a heck of a lot of traffic. But once you park, and, and there are plenty of parking lots, um, you can take a, this jolly trolley that runs up and down the beach. There are free rides on uh, electric golf carts. These guys work for tips. So it is easy to get around, and I mean, it's a very walkable area. A lot of people just park once and never get in their car again for the rest of their stay. Hmm. This is also where the Church of Scientology is headquartered. They have sort of a campus there, and you say that their student or their members walk around in crisp uniforms. Oh, yes, they do, but not in Clearwater Beach. I mean, that has to be, that's a distinction. Clearwater Beach is actually part of the town of Clearwater, and the Scientologist are stick downtown, and I, I have okay. to say it's it's a little eerie being downtown. The the, the uh, Scientologists are out in force. Are they but soliciting? They're not on the beach. They're, are they they're in downtown Clearwater. Are they soliciting downtown? You know, I didn't get any people soliciting me. Okay. Um, I tried to go in for a tour at their at the Fort Harrison Hotel and was told that uh, they don't allow public tours on a regular basis. Um, mm. But, yeah, most people don't go to downtown Clearwater if they're going to Clearwater Beach. That's, they see. tend to park on the sand and enjoy that football field-wide beach. Yeah, you can go do your e-meter thing somewhere else. Hey, Laura, <laughs> thank you for, uh, thanks for revealing Clearwater. I, I've been all around it but never to Clearwater Beach, but this makes me want to go, and I appreciate so, your, your tipping us to it. What's your favorite? I don't really have one down in Florida. I don't spend a lot of time in Florida beaches. Probably a little too little. But. <laughs> I am a Miami Beach sort of guy because of the restaurants, I think. But thank you, Laura. Thank you. Laura Bly is a travel writer with USA Today. You can read her in the paper. You can read her online. Stick around. Deals of the Week coming up next here in Rudy Max's World. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Max, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Well, let's see here. Let's see how we're doing in the old uh, fan page. Whoa, we're up to 2,369 likes. I wonder if we can get to 3,000 by the end of the spring. Who knows? I uh, posted a couple of deals of the week there that I gave in the early hour. If you didn't hear me, please feel free to go ahead and uh, check those out. You go to Rudy Maxa, and the subhead is TV show. There's a couple other, there's three other Rudy Maxa public figures. I don't know who these are, who these people are. Uh, and then there's one with my picture that's a personal one, but uh, the one we want is Rudy Maxa TV show. That's where I post, and that's what I pay attention to. Um, one more item from France. I, uh, uh, there's good news for women headed to France. According to the French newspaper La Figaro, women are now permitted to wear pants in situations other than when holding the reins of a horse or a bicycle handlebar. 
Good news. So you can take your pants now to Paris as women or slacks. Um, apparently, sometimes it takes a while for laws to catch up with realities, at least in, uh, in this regard. American Airlines and Israel's El Al Airlines are resuming a marketing partnership. It was suspended in 2008 after U.S. regulators expressed concern about El Al's safety standards. That means the airlines can resume code sharing and cross-sell seats on each other's flights. No word yet on whether members of American's frequent flyer program will someday be able to accumulate miles while flying El Al. So watch that space if you're an American Airlines mileage gatherer. All right, let's do some more deals of the week here. Thank you very much for the sounder. What haven't we done? We did those, we did those. Well, thinking about a family trip to New York City this spring, always a good idea. Everybody loves New York, especially kids. Well, everybody loves New York. Who doesn't? Um... The New York Hilton is inviting you to save 75% on a three-night stay. 75%? That's a huge amount. On a three-night stay at the New York Hilton and get some extras as well. Here are the extras. You're going to get four VIP tickets to the tickets, excuse me, four VIP tickets to the Museum of Modern Art, or MoMA, as it's called in New York. That's a pretty good deal. You're going to get a kid's guide to New York City, and you're going to get full American breakfasts for four. And if you've ever bought a full American breakfast for four people at a Hilton in New York City, you know that's worth some money. So here's the deal. you got to stay at least three nights. You must arrive on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday to begin your stay. And they've got a 24-hour cancellation policy if, so if you change your, your name. Now, this offer is good between March 1st and June 2nd, okay? So beginning March 1st all the way through June 2nd, if you want to take the family to New York City, you're going to save a lot on a stay at the New York Hilton. Those full, four full American breakfasts for four right away make it a bargain. Meanwhile, the Broadmoor, outside Colorado Springs in Colorado, has a spring break getaway. It includes a standard guest room for one night, complimentary dining for children, at least under 10, when they're accompanied by a paying adult, complimentary fitness class per person per stay, complimentary access to the Broadmoor Movie Theater, a discount on adult tickets at Cheyenne Mountain Zoo, a 15% discount on select retail purchases, a 30% discount on published suite rates, Here's the deal. It's based on space available. Well, that's pretty much true at all hotels, isn't it, for everything? Uh, beginning March 1st through May 15th, starting at $105 per person based on double occupancy, exclusive of taxes and fees. So you're figured $210 for a couple. I don't know what taxes and fees are in Colorado, but, you know, it can 210 you could easily probably get up to 230 240 Still not bad for the Broadmoor. It's a beautiful property built in 1918. It's right at the gateway to the Rocky Mountains. I haven't stayed there in a long, long time, but I... It's quite stunning. I, I have a, a link to this deal on my Facebook page, and I think the photo that goes with it is a picture of the front of the resort. It looks very uh, almost southern Gothic-like. Um, it's on 3,000 acres. It's got three championship golf courses and uh, um, a great spa and fitness center, a tennis program, 18 restaurants, cafes, and lounges. Wow, 18. That's a lot. So that's the deal. It's called the Spring Break Getaway. It's good March 1st through May 15th. It starts at 105 bucks a person, and you get a few extras along with it. So check it out. The link was too long for me to read over to read to you over the air. So if you go to Facebook, Rudy Max at TV Show, you will find it. Hit the old like button while you're there, will you? Now, if you book by Monday, you can pick up a business class ticket on British Airways to London for as little as $2,816 round trip. That includes taxes and fees. And believe me, the taxes and fees flying to London are big. So that's $1,400 each way in business class with live flat seats on British Airways. That is a very good deal. It's a fairly narrow window for travel, March 23rd through April 5th. So it's about two weeks at the most, not even quite that. Okay, March 23rd through April 5th might be a good time to go visit London. 
and you've got a book 14 days ahead. Okay? It's one of those odd ones. There's no deadline for the next day or anything. Wait a minute. Actually, there is a deadline on this. I want to look this up. I want to look this up. Excuse me. I seem to remember there was a deadline on this. Let me see. Here it is right here. Let me check that out because I think you had to book very quickly. Not to, uh, yeah, because it's a, yeah. It, this sale ends Monday evening, so you got to move fast. I'm sorry, I forgot to put that in my notes. Okay, so this sale ends Monday evening, 2816 round trip business class, $1,400 each way on British Airways out of New York, but they'll take you from any of their cities, and they've got a lot in the United States. It may be a little more, uh, depending if you're leaving from the West Coast or Midwest, but anyway, not bad. All right, we're coming to the end of Rudy Max's World for this week. We're going to come to you next week from the... Uh, Hotel Wilshire in downtown Los Angeles. I hope you'll join me. We'll have some local guests there, but of course I'll do my deals and news as usual. I want to thank my engineer, Jeff Ryder, all the folks who work hard at the SSI, the Syndicated Solutions uh, Incorporated, which uh, syndicates this show to uh, more than 155 stations and and, uh, XM radio in the United States, and Armed Forces Network overseas just joined us as well. I'm delighted to say that too. Uh, so thanks to Jeff Ryder, my engineer, who makes these words fly through the sky. And thank you to, for, to my executive producer, especially Anna Schofield, who helps put the show together every weekend and keep me on the straight and narrow. See you next weekend. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.